Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and Attorney Althea DeVar-Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Althea? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Dr. Flo? Well, you look fabulous. I don't know if you're going to court representing somebody today because you, you're going to win. Not not today. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you, know, you know, I still kind of dress up. Oh, for my clients. Oh, know? okay, okay, like okay. Like try to look presentable. Not, I didn't try to come in jeans today. Oh, okay. Well, but you I look fabulous you. too, as well, always. Well, thank you, my dear. Thank you, my dear. We have a handsome guest here with us. We sure and do. And I'm, I'm gonna let you. <laughs> he got <his> mouth open. <laughs> Try to figure out. We talking about you, yeah, yeah. Mr. Butler. You, Mr. Butler. Yeah. I'm gonna let my my co-host Althea introduce her friend. That's right, Mr. Butler. Ooh. Mr. Butler, uh, he has been a longtime friend of mine for a number of years. A mentor, a coach, a a guide, and and try to keep me out, out of trouble. And I and that's what I love about him. But Mr. Butler, Percy Butler, was raised in Pritchett, Alabama. Pritchett? How yeah. many stop signs they got in Pritchett? Well, we're the last stop for the slave ship. Oh, <laughs> wow. Did it really pull up there it's to Pritchett? In Pritchett, Alabama, which is one block away from Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, wow. I get you. So that's wow. where the water was. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And, mm-hmm. and he's a recognized leader and innovator in the financial management and insurance professional. He attends uh, a college in Los Angeles before enlisting into the Army in 1964. Um, He has dedicated more than 20 years of his uh, life in distinguished service as a military officer, and he is presently the President and Chief Executive Officer and Founder of the Advantage Capital Group here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, also, Mr. Butler is a certified federal employee benefit counselor. He serves as assistant vice president for veterans affairs. And the list goes on and on and on. And we welcome you here this morning, Mr. Butler, to kind of help us and to talk about those specific needs that are kind of uh, geared towards fe- uh, the veterans and the folks who are in military. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And I'm very pleased to be here with three intelligent and good looking ladies. <laughs> and uh, in that case, well, that'll then, get you everywhere. Was, well, that'll, that'll, get you, that'll get you back on the show. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> and I would suggest to you that it, that makes me also willing to share the information uh, that has been acquired to help our people do better, and our people is the world. Well, That's right. And absolutely. And you know the mission of our show, Mr. Uh, Butler, is to help educate people financially. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not every day that just the average Joe gets a financial education around his dinner table, you know, with his family. A lot of times we have to seek out that, that education. A lot of that education isn't given, even given to us in, in college, you know, not necessarily personal finance or how to manage your own personal personal financial business. And so we welcome you on the show. Um, veterans are near and dear to my heart. I'm yeah. a, I'm a 
a, a former uh, military wife. Uh, and so veterans are very near and dear to my heart. So I know that when, when veterans um, leave service, especially someone who has dedicated such a long uh, time, you know, 20 years, 25 years, and they come out here uh, into the civilian world and, and things might be a little bit different. Uh, from what they're accustomed to. And now they have, they find themselves having to take care of themselves. And so tell me about that, um, Mr. Butler. What types of experiences have you had with that? Well, uh, I spent uh, 20 years in the Army in the uh, human resources field. Uh, my field was human resources, personnel management, uh, and also in the, in the old days, uh, olden days, if you will, it was called personnel officer, mm -hmm. where we put the personal in personnel. Okay. And as such, then my job was to make sure the privates as well as the generals received the information that they needed to uh, to be good, competent soldiers and not worry about the administration, such as life insurance and other benefits that would accrue to them as well as in the future for their former spouses, spouses, mm -hmm. and and by the way, a lot of us military guys have two or three different spouses. Mm -hmm. So those problems or issues become greater. Well, what do you mean by two or three different spouses? Well, the spouses. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> they at the same uh, time. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, please call in. Uh, it, it, we may go through a period of initial service with one spouse. And for one reason or another, for instance, I had two combat tours in Vietnam, and my readjustment may not be, I may not come back the same person that sure. went over into combat. That's right. That's right. Therefore, when I come back, I'm not received mm -hmm. in the same manner. And right. in a closed environment uh, such as our community, uh, your family may not want to pay attention to your need, hence PTSD, yes. because you can't express, you can't go to church and be accepted as a strong leader because it's intimidating for some people. Yes. And therefore you're rejected. Uh -huh. And we were talking about coping skills really literally a moment ago. Yeah. So learning to cope uh, mm -hmm. in back in civil society uh, can be can can be catastrophic. Yes. So what what we need to do then is to uh, what I strove to do was to teach uh, the benefits how to apply for them not wait and thinking somebody's going to come to your door and knock on the door. Yeah. yeah. The biggest problem we have, whether you're military or civil, is that we are waiting for someone to do something for us. I see. That we need to do for our own selves. Yes. It, it would never beg for that which you have the power to earn. Right. Yeah. Never beg for that which you have the power to earn. But, my people, you've got to continually seek, ask, knock. Right. Yes. That's right. You can't yeah. give up. You, you really can't. can't. Yeah, I know one of the hardest things um, from from my experience, and you can talk on this because I have limited experience, is, uh, you know, veterans trying to get disability, you know, and trying to uh, get their disability benefits and, the, you know, the fact that they have to continue and continue um, going through the medical process and whatever other process that they have to go through. But the whole point is that, you know, if, if, if you know that you have something that is preventing you from earning the full living that you, that you can, that you thought you could, you need to continue to seek after those benefits and, and go through the whole process. Yes. And the biggest issue is documentation. Ah. Mm -hmm. So if you're failing to go to the doctor on a regular basis, 
and notating in the file that this occurred. For instance, my first tour in combat was in 19, the whole year 1969, and then again in 1973 for the ceasefire. Or I would have to tell my doctor whether it's a or Veterans uh, Administration that this occurred while in Vietnam in such a such a month and day, mm-hmm. and I was engaged in this particular activity. That's mm-hmm. the failure. If we fail to go in and get it documented, there's no record of when it happened. Not a burden of proof is on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? Why in 20 years you've never gone in and asked for an aspirin because you have uh, headaches from from compressions. Mm-hmm. You right. see, mm-hmm. and that would be, in my opinion, the biggest problem that we have. Uh, and let me state that President Clinton and President Bush appointed me to the Veterans Administration for all the national cemeteries and memorials in the United States. So I had an opportunity to work very closely with the VA and in the local Southeast region sat on the board for medical care where we've improved uh, the care for females. Yes. And that now is under President Obama has certainly taken off. Yes, it is. takes years to put things in place. They, right. don't, they don't happen overnight. But he did have a lot of care and concern for exactly. that. Exactly. And, and I would state unequivocally that things have gotten better yes. through each administration, not just President Obama, mm-hmm. but progressively through each, each administration it has gotten better. Good. And uh, also, as more people have come forward, a lot of people were denying that they had problems. So how do we know what to fix if we don't know what is needed? Yes. Yeah. So this turmoil that's going on with the Veteran Administration where our veterans or or military staff is not getting the type of medical care that they are seeking and they have to wait months or, or, and and I may be exaggerating, a year or so, this is a little different from the benefit side of it or... Well, benefits are earned and ongoing and in place, such as the former GI Bill and and issues like that. Those are, are have always been in place. The problem lie is failing to apply for them. Yes. And you have to apply. That's the the operative word here. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come to you. You have to apply. Yes. Now there's mm-hmm. been great improvements online. Right. There's really no reason why no veteran. With even with assistance, can I go on va.gov? Gov is G-O-V. Yes. And all those items would would, would come up uh, in terms of benefits. The applications are online, and and all the things that are needed to to provide the care uh, that that you including health benefits. Mm-hmm. You can even start a claim. Yes. You don't have to wait to go in to the regional office to apply. Yes. You can do it online, and it's effective from the date that you apply online. Okay. Now, you still need the documentation, uh, your, your what we call DD Form 214, your mm-hmm. separation document. The Navy has a different title, but notwithstanding, it's the same discharge certificate mm-hmm. that will identify whether you uh, were separated or retired under honorable conditions. Yes. Uh, other than honorable mean dishonorable. And therefore, uh, that's a, there's a process there to ask for an upgrade to your dishonorable discharge. So uh, these kinds of benefits improve our veterans' lives substantially if they apply for them and continue to 
work the, the process, work the agency to get the benefits that they deserve. Yes. I'm a 100% disabled veteran. I, uh, I will suggest to you that I was medically retired, but it, it, it took, you know, a continual, uh, uh, going in, letting the doctor see me and to understand what the consequences were mm-hmm. for that disease or injury that I incurred. And I was, I will tell you, for me, it's, it was simple because I, I needed it. Right. Okay. So in other words, you were willing to put in the time, you were willing to do whatever it took because you knew that, that you needed that type of support and that you were truly disabled and you were going to go through the whole process. Also, a point that's well made is that you were a former spouse mm-hmm. of a military member. Yeah. He or she may not understand the importance of it, but the, the spouse or significant other should be able to encourage that person to apply for the things that they have earned. Yes. And the operative word here is earned. Mm-hmm. It is not given. Okay. They have been earned. Okay. okay. Right. And right. so, therefore, you must apply. Okay. So, Mr. Bowen, I guess um, um, we're getting ready to almost go into a, a break, but um, I guess we could talk about how can we help, if you have a veteran out here, how can we help? as a spouse to get the veteran, the, the, the help that they need, the benefits that they have earned, and how do we help them go through that, that process? Mm-hmm. And and one of the other questions I have is, is this something that is talked about before they uh, exit the military? Do you talk about this? Do you give that, that education mm-hmm. so they are aware or somebody is aware? Mm-hmm. But right this time we're going to take a short break. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we would ask you to give us a call at 1-888-463-6748. That's go, go for, for it. it. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Busyfolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's busyfolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click myowntaxreturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click myowntaxreturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on myowntaxreturn.com. That's myowntaxreturn.com. 
You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Well, we are back. We are back. We are back. Of course, as always, uh, my co-host has asked a very, very pertinent question, and we're going to get to that question. I wanted to say, though, that the number of veterans in the U.S. as of 2014 is approximately 22.5 million have served our country. And so, Althea, you had a very important question. You were asking Mr. Butler what? I was asking Mr. Butler when you, before you um, initiate out of the military, it's just kind of information that you shared with us in the earlier segment. Is it um, um, told to these these veterans? Um, is there a class or education, a pamphlet? What is given to them so that they know what they need to do to apply for benefits? During the out processing of of a military member, and in the case of myself during the Vietnam War, I had family members to come in with them uh, at a separation transfer point where we process people out of the military. And one of the mandatory requirements from the Department of the Army was to give that briefing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, literally, people were so happy to get off active duty that many times they did not pay attention. I see. <laughs> they were just a, like, uh-huh, 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 yeah. uh-huh, get, let me out of here. And, and, and okay. it's not a concern. Mm-hmm. And that the younger person would want to hurry up and get out. Because, again, it was during the war. Mm-hmm. But the older guys like myself who would retire out, uh, we would probably pay more attention because now these are lifetime benefits. Yes, sure. that's right. And, and it was necessary. Now, uh, I was blessed to be around very senior officers. So I was able to see the information that flowed to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it helped me because mother always told me to hang out with, with people on the way up. Mm-hmm. So if you hang out with eagles and then information flow to the eagles, you'll get it as an eagle, too. Absolutely, because so, you can't send ducks to eagle school. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so uh, once you once you seek the information, mm-hmm. it's available to you. Spend the time to read it and ask questions. Mm-hmm. The failure to ask questions probably is the most costly yes. mistake uh, that we make. So do you think that the military is doing a better job in helping folks who are separating from the military to really understand what benefits they are entitled to or earned? And and these are these are benefits that you can apply for when when needed. Yes, ma'am. In fact, the thing is, now many of us are jealous because the younger soldiers, starting with Iraq and and Afghanistan, etc., we feel have been spoiled because uh, they have much of the out-processing information as much as we would suggest two to three months or more mm-hmm. undergoing this transition. Yes. Also to include job training or retraining, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it has gotten significantly better. I, I really think that, and with prejudice on my part, I really think that... Uh, Many of the naysayers about the military benefits are not true. Okay. Okay. There are mm-hmm. people there with open arms waiting to serve you. 
And yes, you do have some people that may not be as friendly as others, mm -hmm. but then you learn to work your way around those obstacles mm -hmm. and get what you need. Well, what about navigation? I think um, from what I heard, and I'm not saying this from personal experience as a military wife, former military wife, um, I've, I've see, it seems and appears to me that what I've heard uh, and read is that maybe the process is not as clear. So, for instance, um, people like you are needed to sort of lay out the process for people to say, well, here's where you start first. And then you go to this process and then you do this and you do that. Here are the steps to get here. And so I'm not sure that the steps are very clear uh, to some of our military people. And so um, I think Althea was saying that, you know, how do people where do people start and how do they get in touch with someone like you or an advocate or someone who can help them? Um, you know, manip you know, manipulate and get through the system. And that's one of the things I want the listeners to be aware of yes. is that Mr. Butler is an advocate, advocate, and he can assist you in getting through that process. I'm right. sorry, Mr. Butler, go ahead. No problem. Well, through my business, which is I have a life insurance a business, I've used that as the basis for being able to stay in touch with civil as well as military personnel mm -hmm. and, and the civilian population as mm -hmm. well. I serve all of them. But is, it is that allowing me then uh, to to introduce the needs. Uh, as Attorney DeBar Johnson know that I try to work on what, what I call, big word now, a collaborative basis. She's an attorney mm -hmm. in estate planning. You're a CPA. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a stockbroker that we have contact with. Mm -hmm. So when I do my needs analysis, what does this client need as a whole person? Mm -hmm. Not just life insurance, right. but what do they need f for their lives to be to be improved? Mm -hmm. So now, once I assess that they have served in the military, then of course my interest level go up higher. Because now I want to know where you serve, how you serve, mm -hmm. and and how were you treated, etc. Mm -hmm. Because if I come into contact with pay people in high places, then I can say, well, maybe we need to consider this improvement. First, first of all, it take, in my opinion, the interest level of the soldier. Mm -hmm. And when I say soldier, I'm talking about all branches, mm -hmm. not just Army, which I served in, but all soldiers must. Uh, ask the questions, what are my entitlements, what have I earned? Mm -hmm. And once that happens, you will know that there's a separation station that you have to go through to be processed. Mm -hmm. Now get the information. The biggest problem is you may not need it for 20 years after. Mm -hmm. You can't find your documents. Yeah. Well, it might be prudent to go ahead and file your discharge certificate in the county court. Okay. So that there'll be a record in your family I see. Uh, can can have access to it. Now, also, it exposes the public to your information as well. Yes. So be be mindful of that. Yeah. That it is there. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, uh, serving on the cemetery committee, on the national memorials and cemetery, the entitlements to be buried at Canton, for instance, yes. or in any federal cemetery. Uh, is available to a family member. Right. And the spouse, if she were to predecease, in other words, die before you, mm -hmm. then the spouse can be buried uh, there in advance. Now, is it just, I know my father's a veteran, is it just the, is it just the, uh, 
military, the veteran, and the spouse, or does that extend to any children? Well, under special circumstances, for instance, there may be a child, an adult child, mm-hmm. or child that's that's uh, with special needs. I see. And okay. then those needs can be documented, and yeah. exceptions uh, can be made uh-huh. uh, by processing that. But here again, it takes the willingness to 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 make a will. Yeah. To identify your 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 needs, uh, trust, and also if you have a special need child, how to protect that child so that they will continue to be entitled to governmental benefits. benefits. Mm-hmm. Very important. You as a CPA, uh, if if a tax situation doesn't warrant a lawyer. Then they need to see you. Right. Now, ta- if taxation is not your issue, mm-hmm. I have fun doing taxes, but I have a tax practice also. Oh, good. So, okay. I, so I have fun. When I get, when I get tired of tired hey, of folks, I'll send them your way. Don't wait till you get tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, All right. It's called sharing. Okay. okay. No problem. Yeah. No problem. So uh, those are the processes, or some of the processes mm-hmm. that may be identified. The main thing is. Asking someone at my church, for instance, uh, we've been privileged to several years ago identify a need, and we started a veterans ministry. Good. So Great. many of the churches, Cascade yeah. United and and others, have veterans ministries. Yes, we do too. So uh-huh. that's the purpose of that is to share that information, right? And to have a a, a place, if you will. Uh, not necessarily a place where you might be able to s- sleep, but you can h- go get information right. on which to improve your life. Right. Okay. Right. And, right. and that's the key is mm-hmm. is striving to improve the quality of life. Okay. okay. So I have another question, Mr. Butler. Now, because my understanding is that when you're in the military, a lot of times the JAG uh, officers will prepare a will mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen some of those those wills, and they are really bare bone. Ball oh, plate. Yeah, ball they ball plate. plate. Uh-huh. Uh, and what happened uh, 30, 40 years ago, things have significantly changed. Yes. And I think it's great that the military does that for, um, for, for you. But how do we get our military uh, or our, our veterans to understand that um, once you separate from military, you need to kind of look at your your situation a little differently. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great question, uh, and my my recommendation would would be to go back to the the parable that I use: seek, ask, knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the boilerplate uh, that they're permitted to do in the military will not necessarily be good for you. On the outside, because you might have been in Florida or North Carolina when you did that. Yeah. Now you're in Georgia. Now you're in right. Georgia. And, yes. and a boilerplate will really is not the best way to go in the state of Georgia. Uh, and, and what if you were like me, you own property in another state? Yes. And all those matters have to be uh, considered. Yes. Uh, again, you might have two or three different families. I think one <laughs> one of the recent yeah, blended deaths. Families, so, right? Blended families, oh, right? Okay, <laughs> we're not not at the same time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of my clients that I referred over to you uh, at his death and his wife's death, you you can see that there 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 are needs to right. to have special requirements in probate. And, and avoiding probate as much as possible. 
how to how to give funds outside the will, such as life insurance and uh, uh, things that I teach. Uh, absolutely, uh, one of the best ways to go. And if and if you owe taxes, yet you can have life insurance to pay or That's leave right. the money to. And we can stop losing so much wealth and so much right. land oh, yes. if we adhere to that. Uh, that's another discussion uh, that might take a whole three weeks to go through. Oh, well, we've been, we've been discussing it for 14 weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> we've, been repeating that, we've been repeating that same message for about 14, 15 weeks. So, wow. so you can repeat it because yeah. we're going to be repeating it as long as we're on the air until people get it, get it. especially yeah. our people. But it's time to take a break, Mr. Butler. We'll be right back. Everybody pay attention. Call in. You got Mr. Butler here. We'll be right back. BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Well, we are back. We are back. I just wanted to give some highlights from the data um, that our wonderful intern collects for us. This is 2014 data. It says the unemployment rate for male veterans declined to 5.2% in 2015. The rate for female veterans uh, went down to 6%, which is very, very encouraging. But it says among 573,000 unemployed veterans in 2015, 14, 59% of them were 45 years old or older, and 37% were aged 25 to 44, and 4% were aged 18 to 24. Um, and so nearly one in three employed veterans with a service-connected disability worked in the public sector. So the public sector has been really good, I guess, and responsible for helping us with the unemployment rate uh, uh, amongst veterans. And so I thought that was real interesting. When, when a veteran comes to you, Mr. Butler, uh, do you also advise them about services to help them go from a steady paycheck to, okay, now I'm out here on my own and I have to kind of 
make things make things work. I gotta I gotta kill before I eat. <laughs> well, uh, naturally, by having been in the military, he's now a trained killer. Oh, but, <laughs> that, was a, that was a figure of speech. <laughs> that happened to be true. But it's, it's, yes. So now the the retraining, many of them now for the last several years have had better education and higher level of education to get into the military. Mm-hmm. And those who continue to acquire more education while on active duty really, in my opinion, come out overly qualified for the market. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we have not addressed is the fact that manufacturing was taken out of the United States right. into other countries. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the unemployment rate is reflective of the fact that we've allowed uh, major corporations to take the jobs out of the United States. Right, that's right. And, and to me, that's, that's very just dis- and has been very disturbing mm-hmm. that we have not amplified the fact that we got cheaper goods coming in, but the quality is not upgraded right, right but more profits for the for the right corporations and therefore less employment mm-hmm. for the veterans and and the general population and our tax dollars are not staying here as well exactly. because of that so our tax dollars we're exactly. a poor country because we're sending all that yeah. away as well and i think a lot of the illnesses reflected or uh, increase in the illnesses because if you're unemployed and all you can do is sit around and commensurate about it and all mm-hmm. the jobs have been taken out, what future do you see? Mm-hmm. It might also be reflective in the third, fourth grade, why our younger uh, African-American boys in particular don't see a future is because there's, when I finish high school, there are no jobs. Mm-hmm. So they end up in the prison industrial complex now. It also precludes them from going into the military right. because they have a record. record. They can't That's get right. employed. That's right. Okay, so it impacts whether you're a veteran mm-hmm. Or civilian. Absolutely. That same impact is there. Yes. But I would suggest that, uh, for instance, when I went in, uh, I had completed three years of college. Mm-hmm. I finished my degree and worked on my master's in the military. Yes. And therefore, when I come out, uh, I didn't want to go back to work for the federal government, although I was evaluated as GS-12. It was still inbred in me that I wanted to own my own business. Yes, right. Again, never beg for that which you have the power to earn. Yes. But recognizing everyone cannot or not willing to take the, the risk. risk. The risk, yes. Uh, a lot of us say it's fear, but quite frankly, it's the fear of risk that we have. <laughs> and so therefore, and everyone is not suitable to be a business owner. That's true. That's true. Okay, yes. so if you're not, if you don't like people, don't be in people business. <laughs> right. Well, to me, right. it's, it's just that simple. Exactly. Okay. And, and according to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, in 2012, veterans own nine percent of all U.S. businesses, and their business has generated 1.2 trillion dollars, and plus. It has employed 5.8 million people. All right. So we do owe the, the veterans uh, a great deal of thanks because some of them are coming out and establishing business. So they serve the country in the military, and then they come out and serve us again by creating jobs, jobs. and wealth in the country. Well, yes, ma'am, as I indicated to you, uh, I've been in business now for 31 years, mm-hmm. and uh, in serving third and fourth generations of families, it quite frankly is a pleasure for them, the younger kids to come in as little babies and get to know their insurance agent. 
I think Attorney DeBar Johnson was speaking a moment ago about life insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's go to the military. While on active duty, uh, there's four hundred thousand dollars life insurance. It's term insurance, so therefore, uh, you can't take it with you. Right. Once you leave, you have 121 days to convert that to veterans group life insurance, VGLI. Mm-hmm. And that is a term insurance also, but around the 75th year of age, it becomes so costly you can't keep it. Okay. And you, in all probability, will lose it. Also, if a family member doesn't know you have it, you fail to pay, you lose it. That's right. And even in civilian life, life insurance, Remember, I'm saying you never heard me say insurance. I've always said life insurance, Mm -hmm. life for living, insurance predicated on what you are guaranteed to do. So while you're living, although there are some living benefits, you don't have to be dying to use it uh, to use your cash accumulation. Now, I I sell all of it, life uh, term universal and whole life. I don't do the speculative things such as stocks and bonds. Right. Mm-hmm. But if that's suitable for you, then we do have uh, someone who's professional and more importantly trustworthy to refer you to. Mm-hmm. To do your wills, we have someone that's capable in the form of Althea DeBar Johnson. <laughs> and then, And then we have a CPA who knows numbers. And I'm hoping I'm saying this correctly. Miss Siler? Yes. <laughs> uh, Dr. Siler, really. Uh, I'm going to learn from her. She's PhD type. And then we have a future PhD sitting in front of me. Okay? And, and, and she's the one that's, that's managing this program. So not only can she count numbers, but she knows how to work the computer. Yeah. <laughs> so life insurance, then, is a very important element yes. of wealth creation. Absolutely. That's right. You can pay me. A certain dollar amount per month, and immediately you might have a million dollars. Think think of your engagement, mm-hmm. and you take a million-dollar policy to your fiancé. I'm just saying, you immediately become <laughs> valuable. <laughs> I told you, if you sell me a million-dollar policy, Mr. Butler, I have to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but think of how value you, valuable you've become. Yes, hey, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. We can talk about putting some extra dump-ins and create money for your future retirement. That's being right. Self, That's right. That's being right. self-employed. You, you have to do that. You have to generate your own income That's right. through a SEP or, or what's, what's the other one? Not a 401k, but, you know, your, your yes. simplified employee program. Exactly. So, so and, mm-hmm. and that would be true even if you're military. They're trying to change the system now where you make contribution to your own retirement. So how can you protect it mm-hmm. and go get shot at it at the same time? So right. those are some of the issues you might have to consider while on active duty as well as when you're off active duty. Yeah, you know, and that's something that when you said that they're trying to make you contribute to your own, I can promise you that when um, a military person uh comes out of the service, they are not going to find those types of benefits 
as a civilian. They don't do pension plans anymore. I, I don't know. I know very, very few companies that actually do pension plans. They're all 401ks. You all, you have to contribute. Now, it's great when they do a match because you can't get that kind of return on investment anywhere else. The, you know, the match is great. However, not too many people, you know, my father retired from the fire department. Uh, and so those types of positions had pensions, mm-hmm. but there are not too many positions out there anymore, including government. And that's why I'm glad you brought that up, that are going to just give you uh, so much times your salary or, or a percentage of your salary when you retire and you have not made a contribution. Well, one of the quagmires may be that when you leave active duty and you have this uh, amount of money build up and you're unemployed for two or three years, where you, where you think you're going to go to get money to live? Right. That's so right. you'll deplete your 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 savings. Your That's right. Before you know you even get to retirement age. Right. That's right. So therefore, all those things have to be planned for. You just can't wait for them to happen when they happen. You have to plan for it to possibly happen. And, and that's the that's the thing that we're always always trying to you know strive to communicate on this show is that all of this happens by plan. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people just don't wake up and they're wealthy. You know, (laughs) there's a plan. And I thought that was your uh, situation. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't wake up wealthy. You know, I'm still trying to wake up. I I didn't wake (laughs) up wealthy. (laughs) I keep waking up thinking, okay, me working hard is a dream. Let me wake up. I'm really wealthy. But, But the truth of the matter is you made a point. A lot of times when we talk to minorities and I have heard from talking to my, I don't know that big word you use for our, our lighter friends. Um, when I talk to my lighter skin colleagues, mm-hmm. I, I think they're, they're saying the same thing. They, they've told me, they said, you know, um, that side of this is not just a minority thing. I'm sure that you think it is, but it's not passing on wealth, generational wealth. Uh, we just seem to believe that we're just going to, you know, we're if we get life insurance, uh, we're just going to leave enough for somebody to pay off the house. We, we just have not gotten our mind wrapped around the fact that we need to leave a legacy. Legacy. We need to be able to not just leave our family with bills and a, and a, and 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 a house with a mortgage, mortgage. Uh, and other assets we think are valuable but if they're mortgaged if there's debt there then your family still you know really doesn't have a, a real leg up uh, when you leave this earth but to 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 create a mindset where people are willing to pass on this generational wealth because if we can get our folks there then we can see a change in where our culture, where our folks are, uh, you know, in the whole spectrum of 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 life. That that uh, in the time frame that we have left is a is a great subject. Wealth transfer. Well, I'm probably going to be the first uh, generation in my immediate family to transfer wealth. Uh, my father could not read or write. Yes. And uh, although the family home is still that he paid for, yes. my twin and I, we still own it. Yeah. There's, a, there's two of y'all? I have a female twin. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and, and the world's what, not ready. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wait till you meet her. Okay. Uh, 
but the quickest thing that I can suggest to you is that in sitting down with not just the financial planner, mm-hmm. but think about the guy you like the least. Your life insurance guy is a wealth of knowledge. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we can then get the foundation in. Mm-hmm. Life insurance is a foundation. Yes. yes. You cannot go to the top of the pyramid mm-hmm. talking about stocks and bonds and don't have nothing to fall back on right. in That's case right. of loss. Living expenses, you mentioned. Yes. Uh, funeral expenses to include cremations. Uh, minimally, even on a cremation, you're talking anywhere from two to three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You still have to have you either take and fight over the the urn. <laughs> or, you, or you put it in a column barium, and that's going to cost the same as interment. Yeah. So an average funeral cost is going to run you in the city of Atlanta, uh, probably somewhere around seven to nine thousand dollars right. on average. Mm-hmm. Now you can you can manipulate some of that by right. doing you know uh, some other things, but bottom line is, if minimally you're going to need. Uh, I would say a minimum policy of ten thousand dollars. That's right. Minimally. That's right. And uh, and everything. But uh, it's been a plump, pleasing pleasure for me to to oh, we'll uh, come right back. We we'll come right coming back. back. Yeah, we're we we'll done with you. Okay, I thought I, I'm not done with you. I thought I was getting ready to go no, to long haul. <laughs> We are going to take a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Interesting discussions <laughs> off air. Yeah, some of the discussions off air, I'm like, okay, can we get this back on air? <laughs> we're gonna so, have to start recording so, our break. What, what did you would say? What did you say? <laughs> so, so you said something very interesting, to, uh, Mr. Butler, about birth. 
And could you share that with your, with our listeners? Well, yes, my question was, what was the first consequence of your birth? And the answer that customarily come forward and is also true today is that uh, I got spanked, I breathed, my mama kissed me, and my, <laughs> my daddy found out he was going to have to uh, pay all this money for a little girl. <laughs> and so I said, well, no, the first thing that happened was that you were a tax deduction, and that is economics. Mm-hmm. That is that is as a business. Yes. yes. And and raising children, having children, is a form of business. It costs. It's an economic cost, and which is one of the things that's so disheartening for me is to have a kid uh, go to college and on the night of celebration get killed. Mm-hmm. Well, you've just put approximately three hundred thousand dollars beside the love. Now I'm not dismissing love. Oh, absolutely. You just put three hundred thousand dollars of family wealth into the ground. Yeah. And that's a minimal cost. Mm. And therefore, at birth, my advocacy is that you need to insure your child. You need to be insured yeah. because the basis for the insurance coverage on the child is based on how much you have. You and your wife, a significant other, a boyfriend or whatever, the baby of the child, baby daddy, how much is on them. <laughs> right. and, and, and we need we need to understand that during this nine months of pregnancy, 40 weeks, that the father of the child need to be sat down and have some life insurance mm-hmm. in place. Right. That's right. Okay? That's right. Love is good. Exactly. But economics will secure more love. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Those are conversations. We did a show uh, on marriage and divorce. Right. right. And those are some conversations, too, even if the um, – even if the uh, – uh, uh, kids are not around when you change your life when you get married or you get divorced whatever you need to look at your financial situation including your insurance that's a good time for you to revisit mm-hmm. and see what's going on we have a caller on the line um, let's see who we have today caller are you there yes yes you have a question for Mr. Butler I have a question for Mr. Butler is it appropriate on this program to address or for you to address the um, situation of widows of fallen veterans and the support that the VA gives them for themselves and their children. Okay, uh, Mr. Butler, our caller wants to know about the widows and the and the widows benefits. And I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you wanted to know, are you interested more in where to go or would you just like us to have a general conversation about the widows benefits? Uh, basically, I was wanting him to speak on it because there's a lot of widows out there that don't know that benefits are available to them and that that can change their lives and put them in a different financial place. You know. Okay. Okay. So, so Mr. Butler, our our caller is very interested in just you talking about uh, the widows of, of of veterans and and exactly what goes on there and and what types of things do do widows need to know uh, about about benefits, military benefits. Excellent question. The soldier. Uh, normally, as in my case, uh, I took out what we call survivor benefit plan. 
And that plan would provide a certain percentage of my retired pay to my wife uh, during the course of her life. Okay. It is taxable once you start drawing Social Security. So you may not derive the full benefit of it because of that offset. Uh-huh. Hopefully the offset will, will, will ultimately be taken away where you get the full pension. If he did not or she did not take out uh, the the uh, pension or, or the benefit, then you still can apply uh, through the VA for the widow's benefit, and that's called the DIC, Dependents Indemnity Compensation. DIC is a code word. And uh, as such, then, once you set up entitlements, you, sh- you will also need the same paperwork as if you were a veteran. Okay. You need a copy of his discharge certificate. Uh, and if, if you are, he's already drawn retirement, that's pretty much already in the system. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to comply and apply the same as, as a veteran. That's VA. Dot gov, va. Dot gov mm-hmm. will outline all the benefits to you and any dependent child if he were to die or she were to die on active duty. So those those benefits follow, and if you really need to just go ahead and and go online anyway and study what's there beforehand. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till a time of need. You need to start looking now. And, you know, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Um, one of the things when when Althea and I go into the community and we do workshops and things um, pro bono in the community, one of the things that we always say is is don't wait until you're in stress, the stress of death, the, 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 the you know, you're in a you're in no emotional state to then try to make some decisions mm-hmm. on, OK, here, you know, um, this is what mama wanted me to do, or this is what my husband. No, all that needs to be spelled out. Matter of fact, um, I attend Boulder Crest Church of Christ, and one of the things we did is we took our members through actually we call it life to death series, and we had them put together a binder of information, a copy of their policy, copies of different things. Uh, you know, the DD two fourteen. You know, have all that in one place. So if, if if and when tragedy strikes, you can go get the will, the will, the policies, everything is in one spot because you're too, you know, if you're a widow, you're too distressed to be trying to go around, pull open drawers, pop open boxes, you know, crawling all around trying to find things. Yes. It's, it's just good to have all that in one place. In one I, place. I even have members of my family who have already written their obituary. I know people don't want to talk about that. But you know, you know, out there, you know, my mama. She go, she wants me. She wants me to know what she wants me to say. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, let, so, me, yes. let me piggyback off the obituary. That's fine. I would also encourage the writing of a book. Okay. It doesn't you know. doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be published. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. Uh, I think awesome I think at this particular moment uh, I've been included in four history books. Mm-hmm. Last year uh, in May I was inducted into the Hall of Fame in the United States Army. Oh, so my. my family 
my family need to know these things yes, that's right. because now it's there to build upon. And it's history. It's, it's passing part of the legacy. Exactly. Yes. And then the truth can be told. <laughs> it's not just a story. It's a real story. Right. <laughs> now, the other thing is securing the data that you just mentioned in a secure place where it won't be burned or water destroyed. Yes. So it needs to be put into a safe place where somebody know where it's hidden. Absolutely. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. And also I encourage widows and widowers also, when you start receiving all these funds, please, please, please wait approximately six months before you try to spend everything. Mm -hmm. At least. Normally I try to stretch it out to a year because once people hear you have this this money, <laughs> every gamer that you've ever met in your life, including yeah. including family members, right, will be there to try to see that you use it up. That's okay? right. That's true. Now some things out of necessity have to be taken care right. of, and that's why I sit down with the attorney, joint bills where both names must be paid. Right. If mm -hmm. it's in that person's name, they may be delayed. Uh, I can't say don't pay them. But the attorney can advise on that. Right, that's okay? right. But some stuff uh, has, uh, some debt needs to And have sent to your new address. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, sincerely, though, you, you need to plan. We lose more wealth because yeah. going buying a new Lexus or, 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 or Mercedes or, or BMW <laughs> Yes, or get a yes. new boyfriend, a new girlfriend, gonna yes. cost you. That's yes. right. That's okay. Right. That's but, right. But, 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 Mr. I, and we're running out of time, but Mr. Butler, before you leave, please tell us how to get in con you know, the contact with, with you. you. Yes. I appreciate that. Uh, the name of my company is the Advantage Capital Group Incorporated. I'm located at 1005 Virginia Avenue, Suite 210. Atlanta or in Bowlegs, in call parentheses, <laughs> Hayville, yes. Georgia, 30354. My telephone number, which has message capability, is 404 404-767-0066. 404-767-0066. And uh, we we will have our capable um, we will have our capable intern update our websites with our guests, right? So that when you go to our website, our website is www.mindyourbizradio.com. If for some reason um, you're driving in your car and clicking write all that information down, if you remember to go to our website, we'll make sure you get in touch with any of our guests and especially Mr. Butler. You tell yeah, well, and tell somebody. somebody. Thank all you. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been your business education station. Your business. Your, your family. Your, your life. life. Mind your business.